0: Welcome again to Muddy Boots. My name is Triangular Donut Tanali. and you've just heard the A side of Totally High Holy Rainbow Colored Spirit Hawk of Awakened Manifestation Part 7. We're exploring my collection of field recordings made at rainbow gatherings over the last 20 years or so. For a playlist and notes, check out muddybootsradio.org and be sure to subscribe to the show too, wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to and or download more Rainbow Gathering field recordings at soundsfromtherainbow.org. You can find previous installments of this Rainbow thematic series, parts one through seven, at either muddybootsradio.org or soundsfromtherainbow.org slash podcasts. I invite you to continue wandering the trail of sound by hopping on over to the B-side. See you there.
1: Right on. Cartwheels. Yeah, cool. cartwheels. We need to do cartwheels. Cartwheels. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We got it. We can't do a cartwheel. But I want to get out of here. But I just think we should um we should all try to just be uh more honest and caring. You know. We learned to lie. I'm date- I'm dating. I'm single. Anybody here single? Yeah. yeah. Tough man. Because <laughs> we lie, we do. Men and women, brothers and sisters, we lie to each other. I notice we lie in different ways. I don't lie to me. <laughs> I asked this woman out the other day recently, I said, Would you like to go on a date? And she's like, Okay, but I don't want this to be a date date. <laughs> Do date, date, date? I don't know. Maybe a date to the fourth power. How does it work? I don't know. I went on a date. I figured it out. Basically, no date-date translated to I was paying for dinner, but I'm not getting any kissing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you got to translate differently for men and women because we lie differently. I'll give you some examples. For example, if a sister says, I'm sorry, I have a boyfriend. This means and you're not attractive enough to risk losing him. <laughs> On the other hand, a brother says, "I'm sorry, I have a girlfriend. This means, and she's right over there by the fire." Needs <laughs> <laughs> popcorn in an hour. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah.
1: If a sister says, I can't see you anymore, you're like a brother to me now, this means you no longer turn me on, but I still need you around to fix my car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> if a brother says, You're like a sister to me now, this means, Oh, I still want to hang out with you, I just don't want anybody to know about it.
3: <laughs> oh. uh.
1: And finally, if a brother says, I'm sorry, if a sister says I wanna take things slow, this means I'm gonna take all the anger and resentment I had towards my ex-lovers and focus it on you, right? Yeah. That's right, be prepared for six months of slow, methodical, passive-aggressive sexual torture. Right? Yeah. <laughs> If a brother says I want to take things slow, this means there is something unidentifiable on my genitals. (laughs)
4: bring home
5: We're doing the hug center, so let's
6: stay on
3: this
6: <laughs> I know
1: this area.
7: your minds Ah, and that's exactly what i was thinking is this for real is this a dream can you then tell me the answer or the origin of the light that shines from inside or what really lies tied beneath these seams can. And I've tried, but through time you've unlearned the language of my slumberland. And now I'm tired of trying to wind the key on your grown-up and rusted-shut music box mind. But I'm still alive while you fleshy beings are immersed in the astral liquid of playless days and dreamless sleep. We playthings, work hard at play, and never rest. Truly blessed are we who eternally walk the fine line twixt the unreal and the unseen. Destined to be always in the shimmering in-between where your sleeplessness nests in a wound woven web, one of suppressed, unexpressed, and relentless ebbs in the flow of the mind. It lifts while sitting, it drifts while gripping, the toe tipping of time in the night. Lid-blinded eyes perceive dream scenes, they follow unconscious string, they unravel the most revealing order of things raffle drawing retrieves slipped up the sleeve leaves limitless winning possibilities for the million memories that all start shape-shifting when you're asleep lost and drifting and shifting in and out of limitless unpredictability Sneaking beneath the restrictions of time and space and laughing at the definition between any which place. We are the glimmer and the gleam. We are the scissors and the seam. We play things. We can be anything. We can be the twinkle of eyes or the smile on your face. We can be the last trace of the chalk hopscotch that the rains never seem to erase. We are the color of bubbles and the shape of stars. We can be created out of whatever have you and wherever it happens that you are. And so you see, my human dream beings, The answer is not something which can be explained or seen. The answer is always what you make believe.
8: Now we're gonna do a little story this is a participation story it's called the good heart of thunder pants you have to to help me do it it's a peace story So there's some sound effects in it you're gonna help me do all the sound effects first sound effect is we hope nobody's actually doing this or maybe somebody can somebody just about to go off to sleep hear that next sound effect is somebody sucking on a magic pacifier hear that good that's good now next sound effect, we all have to be very serious actors and actresses to do this one. We know for a fact that there are hungry people in the world today. Really hungry children, some of whom have not eaten. So they're weak and they're softly, softly crying themselves to sleep. So it sounds like this. Let's hear that. Oops. Very good. Next thing is pacifier. Putting out your hands, flying across the sky. Ready? Come on. Swooping down with your cape. On the count of three, this is the audience, the participation part. Great feast celebration and party as loud as you wish. One, two, three.
3: <laughs>
8: Other kids seriously now crying in a nearby land. <laughs> Pass the fire. Flying over to see what the trouble is. The next one, Golding. No, no, no. Ready? No, no. no, no. You can do that a little louder.
9: No no, 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 no. That's
8: good. Next thing is bye-bye. Bye-bye. Pacifier. Gathering up stars. <laughs> Throwing them like frisbees. <laughs> Sticking one in the corner. The North. Pacifier. Going off to sleep. Oh. And the very last one of this story, three beats of the heart. Ready?
0: Bum, 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 bum. Okay,
8: here we go. Hey guys, I know a girl whose nickname is Thunderpants because she has lightning bolt stickers on the side of her (laughs) diaper. Hey Thunderpants, what are you doing? I'm practicing to grow bigger. Well, as you can see, Thunderpants is one of the smartest girls in the whole world. Not only is she smart, she's good-hearted, which may explain why she was chosen to get a magic pacifier. Well anyway, one night when she was sucking on her pacifier, just about to go off to sleep, she heard the faint weeping of little children on the other side of the earth. Uh Why are they crying, Thunderpants? They're crying because they're hungry and don't have enough to eat. And so, with the aid of her pacifier, Thunderpants flew across the sky. While she was flying, she thought there was lots of extra food everywhere, so she swooped down with her cake. Now with a great feast celebration and party. Even while they were feasting and celebrating, she heard some other kids crying in a nearby land. (laughs) Faster than anything, she flew over to see what the trouble was. Now, when she got there, the kids told her why they were crying was because the parents, the adults, had gotten into a war and were fighting and squabbling over land and other possessions. And so, Thunderpants gathered the warring adults together scolded them for not learning to share and love with one another like they were always telling the kids to do. No. No,
3: no, no, no.
8: And they were so ashamed of themselves, they dug a great big deep hole, pushed all their bombs, bombs, guns, and tanks in there, covered them over with dirt, and made peace. There was a great peace celebration. Ow! Now, they came to Thunderpants, and they said, Thunderpants, you're our hero. And she smiled. She said, I'm not your hero, I'm your she Yeah. All the feminists in the audience. <laughs> now, feeding the hungr- hungry and stopping wars was Maybe tiring work, so she said goodbye to her new friends. Bye. Bye. Stuck her pacifier in her mouth. Zoomed across the night sky. Gathered up stars and threw them like frisbees. Down to each house below so that every kid could have a nightlight. Oh, then she God. zoomed into her room. <laughs> Tucked the one star she'd save for herself in the corner. Stuck her pacifier in her mouth. Slipped into a dream filled with all the good deeds she was going to do with her magic pacifier and with her good heart which is, after all, the most potent magic of all. Yeah! Yeah! How
10: about a song about positive people standing up, holding hands together, singing songs, and saving the land. A woman came up to me after a show in Eugene, Oregon, last year. She told me, if you look at a map of Kentucky, Eastern Kentucky, it looks like the moon, if you look on Google Maps, because they've blown the tops off of so many mountains to extract the coal. And um, so she asked me if I'd write a song for it. And that's what this song is. There's a place not far from here, just the waste free and the free people no love and the love in the love of the land we like the silence in the morning, the sky the eagle soars in, if we cut down all his trees then he's got nowhere to land, and if we blow
1: To give it to the, magic hat. Yes.
3: Yes.
1: Yes. the asking is the bigger knowledge faded to appear in circles spirals ghosts of former understandings jokes that fall flat because you've had to have seen them. Oh, my urn of ashes for those questions. Feed my smile with your faded glory. Leave a clue for future researchers to find.
3: Bye-bye.
8: Yeah, they
1: say laughter is the
6: best medicine. Where's yeah. your stance on recreation? Ha, 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 ha. Cool. Thanks for that thought. That thought thanks night. for that thought. Appreciate We love that. you. Loving you. Yeah,
0: loving, loving you. Yeah, love you. Really world, love you
2: a lot, man. I'm not so much into that. World, world peace. <laughs> Everybody together. World peace. One, two, three. <laughs>
5: It's a hotel carrying a cross
11: and some mail and says, can you put me up for the night? <laughs> <laughs> what is this rainbow gathering? What's it all about? So I just turn them and say, "Go to the Unitarians and turn left."
1: Now, some of you might remember this song from the Missouri gathering, and please join in. Just a couple of lines. Help the kids sing, right?
6: If you know the kind of person I am, and I don't know the kind of person you are, a pattern that others have made may prevail in the world, and following our wrong God home, we may miss our star. For there is many a small betrayal in the mind, a shrug that lets the fragile sequence break, sending with shouts the horrible errors of childhood out to storm through the broken dike. And as elephants parade, holding each elephant's tail. But if one wanders, the circus won't find the park. I call it cruel and perhaps the root of all cruelty to know what occurs, but not recognize the fact. And so I appeal to a voice, something shadowy, a remote important region in all who talk. Though we could fool each other, let us reconsider, for the parade of our mutual lives may be lost in the dark. The messages we give, yes or no or maybe, should be clear. The darkness around us is deep.
9: it's it's pronounced mutiny. Mutiny. Oh, my turn-offs are guys who say Well uh, Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Oh, Mike Spiegelman. Hey! Mike
2: Spiegelman. Oh, Mike Spiegelman. Hey, Mike Spiegelman. Uh, Mike Spiegelman. Hey! Mike Spiegelman. Uh, Mike Spiegelman.
9: Wait, you really are having
11: a belt? Uh, uh, just a quick belt before the show. Welcome to LWAFLMOYT. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey,
8: Mike. Just having oh, a just, belt.
11: Oh, you got yourself a chaser. No, uh Antonic. Uh, I love the Antonics. <laughs> we are streaming... Live first here on mutinyradio.fm here in San Francisco's Mission District in a really beautiful part. And uh, come on by, they do shows here Monday and Fridays. You can be audience member, it is COVID compliant, and you could perform, and you could check out, and you can listen to the podcast. We have a podcast, it's by our acronym, which we mentioned up front L W A F L M O Y T. Uh, so you can either stream us right now, Sundays, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on meetnewradio.fm or you can subscribe to our podcast L W A L. I I almost got it. Or, Carl, there's a third option. You can go to subscribe to our YouTube channel, which has bells
9: and whistles. Yeah, I, I would say that's a good, accurate description. And it's L- Let's. W- w- watch. L W A F feature. L M. Not feature. It's full
11: <laughs> late movie. Full Late movie. On YouTube
9: with Mike Spiegelman.
11: Love it. I love hearing my name like that. So and also, you know, we love Mutiny e Radio and we would love for you to contribute to their Patreon. You can go to MutinyRadio.fm, check out their podcast, click the donation button. Or if you happen to be on Venmo, throw some bucks at Mutiny Radio. We are going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you. Some of these movies are I've read about, and now I just—they're all on YouTube, so we could just instantly watch them. And some of them are so bad, you really need other people with you. Let us watch a full-length movie. So we want you to watch a movie on YouTube while listening to our podcast at the same
9: time. Uh, Carl, what is the movie this week? Uh, this week we will watch Aladdin with 1D one 1986 Aladdin What's one so Aladdin A yeah A L A D I N okay. It should be Aladdin 1986 and
11: 1986 Wait a minute 1986 you mean 1992 with 2D's with Disney and
9: No no, not even animated
11: well, is it a period piece? Does it take place in the sixteen hundreds?
9: Um, it it is not. It is, it <laughs> okay, is 1986. all right. All right. And the channel we like is weird. It's T J G R seventeen. Isn't that weird?
11: Yeah, an acronym.
9: <laughs> yeah. T J G R.
11: T J G R. One, one, oh, one more time. One, one more time for our balcony seats.
9: T J G R 17
11: pjr17 go ahead and that is the channel that is hosting it go ahead and subscribe to that channel they're doing us this great service we want you to find this uh aladdin 1d 1986 find it click pause when you get to it move the timer to 000 we're going to have a celebrity comedian when they say go go ahead and hit go now this is a lot of information but we have a fantastic celebrity comedian so we want to take the time to to hear about this comedian and then at the end the comedian will say go and by this point you were able to find aladdin 1986 and you were able to sync it up carl take it away
9: ladies and gentlemen welcome back to celebrity comedian countdown this time with bobby Tamburo. welcome Bob.
12: thank you for having me carl
9: <laughs> so you hail from hershey pennsylvania but the thing is, you're on Compound Media in Manhattan every day. So where do you hang your hat?
12: Oh, that's I do a little bit of both. So during the week, I stay in the city, uh, usually at a hotel. actually just found a place, so <laughs> I will have my own place to hang a hat. But on the weekends, I go back at home to Hershey and work at Dick's, as you've heard about in my act.
9: Yes, and absolutely.
12: They do say it is the sweetest place on earth. I'm yet to feel that, but that's what they say. <laughs>
9: Sweet dicks. Woo! I gotta <laughs> tell you. So so you, if you're taking a hotel room in Manhattan, that is pricey.
12: It is. Luckily, I started right at the peak of the pandemic when nobody was coming into the city. Okay, so I was okay. able to negotiate with the hotel and say, hey, I'm going to do this every week for at least a couple of years. Can we I'm walk in? Price? Yep. And it was a nice low price and It worked out, and as things started to open up again, they kind of came and said, it's time to move on. We'll give you a couple (laughs) of weeks, and that's where we're at. But Uh, it was nice while it lasted, to be honest with you. I kind of lived, like, the the luxury life.
9: (laughs) Very nice. Trump. Trump over here. So you are – we met at Scotty's when you were featuring. How long have you been a feature?
12: So I I was very fortunate coming up in comedy. I, I did a contest with a local radio guy in Pennsylvania. And in doing so, I was supposed to get to open for him at a theater. Uh And he basically said, Hey, you're not ready to feature for me at a theater. What I can do is let you work for me for a while. I'll take you to some gigs. You'll get in front of a hundred people every night. It doesn't pay, but it'll pay an experience. And through that steadily increase my time and be like, Hey, you're at 10 minutes. Now you're doing well, let's give you 15 flounder for a little bit. And, you know, for (laughs) for about four years, I was about that 20, 25 minute. And then Really, last year, uh, the first time we worked together, it wasn't my first time featuring. It was like third or fourth, but right around that time is when yeah. I got the title. Um, Dave Landau, who I know you've gotten to see and work with a couple of times at Scotty's. Yeah. Scotty's favorite, I'd even be willing to say. Um, he knew I was going back home to the local club, The Comedy Zone. He was going there and knew I couldn't was having a hard time getting in and was like, why don't you just feature for me? And yeah, that was was my- see you. Canadian. It was really cool, and it got me in the club. It, it did wonders, so can't say enough nice things about him. And I can't say enough nice things about you, Carl. You're oh, one of my really? favorite people to work with in comedy. There are very few comedians who are in a good mood. Um, <laughs> yeah,
9: I've noticed that, too. I don't know. I'm a bit of an anomaly. Now, you've got yeah. a cool-ass nickname, right? It's <laughs> the Donkey of Comedy. Now, where does that come from? Where was that born? And, and explain it.
12: So my last name is Cam Burrow, as you said, and Burrow in Italian, being donkey. <laughs> One day, Garrett, who's a producer at Compound Media, loved by the fans, turns around and just says, you should go by the donkey of comedy. And <laughs> sure enough, Gino Bisconti heard it and just ran with it. Oh, um, Gino. it. You know how Gino is when he gets something in his head and he says it and runs with it. So that the name became immortal. And honestly, it's really cool. Uh, as a guy who worked for a network, starting out as an intern, it was a way that fans would like identify me be like, Oh yeah, it's that.
9: <laughs> yeah. No, at compound media, you're like behind the scenes, but you're on air all the time. I wouldn't, I, every episode, right. They, they refer to you, they ask a question, you supply them info.
12: Absolutely. I, I'm the audio guy, which was cool. Um, gives me the opportunity to seem smart. Cause I have Google in front of me, but <laughs> you also, you know, get to throw out an opinion every once in a while and, yeah. Everybody at Compound is really cool. Nobody's trying to steal the spotlight. Everybody's trying to give everybody else the opportunity to shine. And it's a very fun place to work.
9: Yeah. Now, you talked a little bit about Gino's episode at Scotty's, but did you were you on air ever talking with Gino about that? I saw the episode in which he spoke about
12: it. Uh, we did not talk on air, the two of us. That would have been um, a great bit. That would have it, been a great story. It would I, I honestly had a great night because as much as yeah. they all did not like him they loved us even more yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a great night
9: <laughs> yeah by comparison right
12: we're absolutely
9: superstars. <laughs> that night only absolutely. okay well listen uh you know i I, I really enjoy your comedy because it's kind of low-key but also sometimes it's 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 edgy right but they' but you sneak <laughs> up on them. Because you're talking quiet, you're being a nice guy, and then you run up and <laughs> smack them from the, on their butts. I really <laughs> like that.
12: Well, thank you very much. It's Yeah, that's, that's definitely something I try to do with you know, writing. You have to have a little bit of edge, otherwise people get tired of it. You yeah. know what I mean? You can only do the cute thing so many times. <laughs> that's and that, right. that is something I, I learned over time is if you didn't have some stuff that really caught people off guard, they stopped paying attention.
9: Will you – they trust you with the beginning – you called it cute. I don't know that you're cute, but I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. But you indeed – Try to put that into the universe. <laughs> and then you smack him on the butt. Okay, so, Bobby. Every – Bobby Jamboro, the donkey of comedy. Everybody at home is poised to watch this movie with us, okay, Aladdin 1D uh we want them to press play at the exact same time as we do here in the studio so why don't you give it to us Bobby? How about that celebrity comedian
12: countdown All right everybody at home are you ready? Three two one play I'm
11: gonna crack it up Fred Spencer. Mm-hmm.
9: Is this Super dang Super
11: Fandango? Fanta Genio. Right. It must be orange.
9: That is the Italian Genie. title. Genie, are you? Genie, who are you? Ooh, that's, it's so stupid. Genie, Genie, who are you? Whoa, what are you? What are you? Where are you? Who is Genie? Genie, Genie, do. suck it back. Yeah, that's right. What I said so, and it's so unfunny. All the things he says in this song, and you'll hear it at the end too.
11: Yeah, we'll we'll wait till the end. You know that song reminds me of uh, uh, the band Dance. There's A B C is one two three. <laughs> no don't... justice. The band is called Justice, and the song is called Dance, and it sounds like exactly like it because it sounds like Michael Jackson a little bit. Genie, who me? The genie <laughs> of the lump. Oh, I am the GD of the lump. That's
9: right. You do a great Bud Spencer.
11: We should mention Bud Spencer is the comedy duo for uh, Terrence Hill. Right. And they were like phenomenal in Italy, cranking out movies. Terrence Hill did a solo movie in America called Mr. Billions. We watched it. We yeah. love it. Right. And now we haven't even seen them as a duo, but now we're going to see the other guy, Bud Spencer in this movie. Right. Aladdin. I think he plays the genie. So, are we in Italy or are we in Florida?
9: We are in Miami, Florida, uh, where I spent many of my years growing up and, you know, through college. And uh, this is uh, really takes me back to my time in Miami, you know. So, this guy is like, He goes out on the boat, he fishes or whatever, but another thing he does is he knows where some wrecks are, and he knows where junk is. So he sort of, you know, dredges, drags the sand, and comes up with some junky stuff. Here you go.
11: Oh, and he sells it to this guy, Uh, Al buys it, or whatever his car says.
9: Yeah, that's Tony,
11: Tony buys it, which is a totally American thing we do. We paint, we, we, (laughs) weird. I mean, I see that all the time. I've never seen that before in my life.
9: <laughs> no, but he's got like a curiosity. Oh, there's
11: a store. To- yeah. yeah, it's called Tony Buys It right, right there in Miami. Exactly. He's got a scuba diver. Tony uh, Buys gear. Genie. He's got parking. Look at that right in front of there.
9: Now, Tony was um, in Hardly Working, 1980. Oh, really? Which we saw, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to guess. Tony the
11: Clown. You so uh, didn't really. He was in makeup. Oh, did he fire all the other clowns? Listen, Circus guy.
5: It's the way I want. Who can strolling stroll at the door Alright I watch the watch the way I walk Can't you think my movement's go? I watch the watch the way I walk in the wind oh. Watch the, watch the way I walk Get to think my moment's love Watch the, watch the way I walk
3: 730, come to OMG on Savory 6th Street for DGIF, thank gods, it's funny, every third Friday at OMG, check us out, free shows, great drink specials, hilarious comics, every Friday, San Francisco, gouging ya. here we go, free comedy with Mutiny radio you know you love us, third Fridays of every month, OMG, 6th Street. Come on out with your friends. Your radio, C G I F at O-N-G. L-L- if
9: Oh, uh, my turn-offs are guys who say mutant man.
3: Mutant
9: man? Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Oh, Mike Spiegelman. Hey! Mike Spiegelman.
2: Oh, Mike Spiegelman. Hey, Mike Spiegelman. Oh, Mike, Spiegelman. Hey! Mike, Spiegelman. Uh, Mike Spiegelman.
3: Mike Spiegelman.
9: Wait, you really are having a
11: belt? Uh uh just a quick belt before the show. Welcome to L W A F L M O Y T. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl.
8: Hey Mike. <clears throat> just have oh, belt.
11: Oh, you got yourself a chaser. No, uh Antonic. I uh, love the Antonics. <laughs> we are streaming. Live first here on mutinyradio.fm here in San Francisco's Mission District in a really beautiful part. And uh, come on by, they do shows here Monday and Fridays. You can be audience member, it is COVID compliant, and you could perform, and you could check out, and you can listen to the podcast. We have a podcast, it's by our acronym, which we mentioned up front L W A F L M O Y T. Uh, so, you can either stream us right now, Sundays, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on radio.m. or you can subscribe to our podcast, LWAL. LWAL. <laughs> I almost got it. Or, Carl, there's a third option. You could go to subscribe to our YouTube channel, which has bells and whistles.
9: Yeah, I, I would say that's a good, accurate description. And it's L. Let's w- Watch. L W A F feature L M not feature (laughs) full
11: late movie full late movie
9: on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman.
11: Love it! I love hearing my name like that. So and also, you know, we love Mutiny Radio, and we would love for you to contribute to their Patreon. You can go to MutinyRadio.fm, check out their podcast, click the donation button, or if you happen to be on Venmo, throw some bucks at Mutiny Radio. We are going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you. Some of these movies are I've read about, and now I just—they're all on YouTube, so we could just instantly watch them. And some of them are so bad, you really need. Other people with you. Let us watch a full-length movie. So we want you to watch a movie on YouTube while listening to our podcast at the same time. uh
9: Carl, what is the movie this week? Uh, this week we will watch Aladdin with One D, nineteen eighty-six. Aladdin. One so D. Aladdin. A yeah, A L A D I N. Okay. It should be Aladdin. Nineteen eighty-six.
11: 1986. Wait a minute, 1986. You mean 1992 with two D's with Disney and
9: no, no, it's not even animated.
11: Well, is it a period piece? Does it take place in the 1600s?
9: Um, it, it is not. It is, it <laughs> okay, is all, 1986. all not right. All right. And the channel we like is weird. It's T J G R seventeen. Isn't that weird?
11: Yeah, an acronym. Blah.
9: One
11: one more time. One one more time for our balcony seats.
9: TJGR17.
11: TJR17. Go ahead. That is the channel that is hosting it. Go ahead and subscribe to that channel. They're doing us this great service. We want you to find this, uh, Aladdin 1D 1986. Find it. Click pause when you get to it. Move the timer to 000. We're going to have a celebrity comedian when they say go go ahead and hit go now this is a lot of information but we have a fantastic celebrity comedian so we want to take the time to to hear about this comedian and then at the end the comedian will say go and by this point you were able to find aladdin 1986 and you were able to sync it up carl take it away
9: ladies and gentlemen welcome back to celebrity comedian countdown this time with bobby tamburo welcome back
12: Thank you for having me, Carl.
9: <laughs> so you hail from Hershey, Pennsylvania. But the thing is, you're on Compound Media in Manhattan every day. So where do you hang your hat?
12: Oh, that's I do a little bit of both. So during the week, I stay in the city, uh, usually at a hotel. actually just found a place, so I will <laughs> have my own place to hang a hat. But on the weekends, I go back at home to Hershey and work at Dick's, as you've heard about in my act.
9: Yeah, absolutely.
12: They do say it is the sweetest place on earth. I'm yet to feel that, but
9: that's what they say. Sweet <laughs> <Three> dicks. Woo! <laughs> I got to tell you. So so you – if you're taking a hotel room in Manhattan, that is
12: pricey. It is. Luckily, I started right at the peak of the pandemic when nobody was coming into the city. Okay. So I was okay. able to negotiate with the hotel and say, hey, I'm going to do this every week for at least a couple of years. Can we walk in resident. price? Yep, and it was a nice low price, and it worked out, and as things started to open up again, they kind of came and said, it's time to move on, we'll give you a couple (laughs) of weeks, and that's where we're at. But Uh, it was nice while it lasted, to be honest with you. I kind of lived like the the luxury life.
9: (laughs) Very nice, Trump, Trump over here. So, you are, we met at Scotty's when you were featuring, how long have you been a feature?
12: So, I, uh, I was very fortunate coming up in comedy. I, I did a contest with a local radio guy in Pennsylvania. And in doing so, I was supposed to get to open for him at a theater. Uh-huh. And he basically said, hey, you're not ready to feature for me at a theater. What I can do is let you work for me for a while. I'll take you to some gigs. You'll get in front of 100 people every night. It doesn't pay, but it'll pay an experience. And yeah. through that, steadily increase my time and be like, hey, you're at 10 minutes now. You're doing well. Let's give you 15 flounder for a little bit and you know for <laughs> you about four out. years for about 4 years I was about that 20 25 minute and then really last year uh the first time we worked together it wasn't my first time featuring it was like third or fourth but right around that time is when I yeah. got the title um Dave Landau who I know you've gotten to see him work with a couple of times at Scotty's, yeah. Scotty's favorite I'd even be willing to say um he Knew I was going back home to the local club, the Comedy Zone. He was going there and knew I couldn't. Was having a hard time getting in and was like, "Why don't you just feature for me?" And yeah, that was I'll my you. Opinion. It was really cool and it got me in the club. It, it did wonders. So can't say enough nice things about him. And I can't say enough nice things about you, Carl. You're oh, one of my really? favorite people to work with in comedy. There are very few comedians who are in a good mood.
9: Um, <laughs> yeah, I've noticed that too. I don't know. I'm a bit of an anomaly. Now, you've got a cool-ass nickname, right? It's (laughs) the Donkey of Comedy. Now, where does that come from? Where was that born? And and explain it.
12: So my last name is Cam Burrow, as you said, and Burrow in Italian, being donkey. (laughs) One day, Garrett, who's a producer at Compound Media, loved by the fans, turns around and just says, you should go by the Donkey of Comedy. And (laughs) sure enough, Gino Bisconti heard it and just ran with it. Oh, um, you know how Gino is when he gets something in his head and he says it and runs with it. So that the name became immortal. And honestly, it's really cool. Uh, as a guy who worked for a network, starting out as an intern, it was a way <laughs> that fans would like identify me. Be like, oh yeah, is that Compound?
9: <laughs> yeah, no. At Compound Media, you're like behind the scenes, but you're on air all the time. I wouldn't. I every episode, right? They they, they refer to you. They ask a question. You supply them info. Absolutely. I,
12: I'm the audio guy, which was cool. Um, gives me the opportunity to seem smart because I have Google in front of me. But <laughs> you also, you know, get to throw out an opinion every once in a while. And yeah. everybody at Compound is really cool. Nobody's trying to steal the spotlight. Everybody's trying to give everybody else the opportunity to shine. and It's a very fun place to work. Yeah.
9: Now, you talked a little bit about Gino's episode at Scotty's, but did you were you on air ever talking with Gino about that? I saw the episode in which he spoke about it. Uh, we did not talk on air, the two of us. That would have been um, a great bit. That would have it, been a great story.
12: We would. I, I honestly had a great night because as much as yeah. they all not like him, they loved us even more. yeah, so, yeah. yeah. It was a great night.
9: <laughs> yeah, by comparison, right? We're absolutely superstars. <laughs> that night only. Absolutely. Okay, well, listen. Uh, you know, I, I I really enjoy your comedy because it's kind of low key, but also sometimes it's 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 edgy, right? But they but you sneak <laughs> up on them because you're talking quiet, you're being a nice guy, and then you run up, <laughs> and smack them from the on their butts. I really <laughs> like that.
12: Well, thank you very much. It's yeah, that's, that's definitely something I try to do with you know writing. You have to have a little bit of edge, otherwise people get tired of it. You yeah. know what I mean? You can only do the cute thing so many times. <laughs> that's and that, right. that is something I, I learned over time. Is if you didn't have some stuff that really caught people off guard, they stop paying attention.
9: Well, you they trust you. With the beginning, you called it cute. I don't know that you're cute, but I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. But you indeed Try to put that into the universe. <laughs> and then you smack him on the butt. Okay, so, Bobby. Every, Bobby Tamburo, the donkey of comedy. Everybody at home is poised to watch this movie with us, okay? Aladdin 1D. So, uh, we want them to press play at the exact same time as we do here in the studio. So, why don't you give it to us, Bobby? How about that? Celebrity Comedian Countdown.
12: All right. Everybody at home, are you ready? Three, two, one, play.
11: I'm going to crack it up. Bud Spencer.
9: Gonna... Is this Super Super, Super Fanta
11: Genio. Right. It must be orange.
9: That is the Italian title. Genie are you genie who are you that's it's so stupid genie genie who are are you whoa what are you what are you where are you who is genie 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 do let's genie suck it back yeah that's right What i said so and it's so unfunny all the things he says in this song and you'll hear it at the end too
11: yeah, we'll, we'll wait till the end. You know, that song reminds me of uh, uh, the band Dance. There's A B C is one, two, three.
6: I no, don't. Justice.
11: The band is called Justice, and the song is called Dance. And it sounds like exactly like it. Because it sounds like Michael Jackson a little bit.
9: Genie... Who, me? The Genie <laughs> of the Lump. Oh, I am the Genie of the Lump. <laughs> That's right. You do a great Bud Spencer.
11: We should mention Bud Spencer is the comedy duo for uh, Terrence Hill. Right. And they were, like, phenomenal in Italy, cranking out movies. Terrence Hill did a solo movie in America called Mr. Billions. We watched it. We yeah. love it. Right. And now we haven't even seen them as a duo. But now we're going to see the other guy, Bud Spencer, in this movie. Right. I think he plays the genie. So right. are we in Italy or are we in Florida?
9: We are in Miami, Florida, uh, where I spent many of my years growing up and, you right. know, there through college. And uh, this is uh, really takes me back to my time in Miami, you know. So this guy is like, he goes out on the boat, he fishes or whatever. But another thing he does is he knows where some wrecks are and he knows where junk is. So he sort of, screw, dra- you know, dredges, drags the sand and comes up with some junky stuff. Here you go. Oh, and he
11: sells it to this guy, uh, Al Buys It, or whatever his car says.
9: Yeah, that's Tony, what,
11: Tony Buys It.
0: His Which name, is a totally
11: American thing we do. We paint, we, we,
0: <laughs> weird.
11: I mean, I see that all the time. I've never seen that before in my life.
9: <laughs> no, but he's got like a curiosity- Oh, there's a
11: store. Tony, yeah. yeah, it's called Tony Buys It, right, right there in Miami. Exactly. He's got a scuba diver. Tony Tony. Uh, gear, Genie, he's got parking. Look at that, right in front of there.
9: Now, Tony was um, in Hardly Working, 1980. Oh, really? Which we saw, yeah. Yeah. Uh, He Tony the Clown. You didn't really.
11: He was in makeup. Oh, did he fire all the other clowns? Listen, circus got closed. Sorry about that. Sorry, flip-flop. Sorry, Bobo. Sorry, JJ. Oh, can you uh, open the door? I want to say sorry to all the other 20 clowns.
9: That's right.
11: Yeah. No, they're too shy to come out? Okay. Yeah, these guys are all character actors. They all have, like, shtick. And this is kind of a cool space. I mean, they're able to go into a store like this and use it. Yeah. You know, it builds itself. So yeah. let me... He Is there going to be in a lamp?
9: Yes. He's going to now... See, he'll rub it, he'll polish it. Okay, so he's rubbing the lamp. You see?
11: What's up with his collar? Did he pop his collar correctly? Yeah, that's yeah.
9: collar pop for sure. Now look, this Lou Marsh, right? This junk man guy. Yeah. He was a longtime comedy partner of Tony Adams. It was called Martian Adams. And they were on the Johnny Carson a lot. And they were on wow. Jackie Gleason's show a lot. Um
11: Oh, oh, the the unmemorable parts of the Jackie Gleason show. He did this okay. segment called The Honeymooners, and people loved that. And then right. he had 40 other minutes. Yeah,
9: that's right. So he was a mainstay in the Miami nightclub scene for years with his partner, Tony Adams. And he's semi-retired, living in South Florida. But, I mean, obviously, they're in Miami to do a movie. They're going right. to throw him in. Yeah,
11: I mean, he is pretty funny. Oh, look at this effect. Here is Genie and...
9: Teeny, T- yeah, mm-hmm. hey, hey. you're <laughs> hey, the bloody lamp. Oh my god, I'm pretending I can't believe it.
11: <laughs> well, how do you do that, Carl? You walk backwards? Yeah, go go I'm trying to shrink away. I gotta hide behind a one. I'm trying to shrink away. Now I have to admit. This is not the first time we watch a children's film on this show, which is pure wish fulfillment. We watched two. We watched all the Munchies movies. Yeah. But both sequels were kids' movies where a magical creature wish grants them any wish they want. Anything. Yeah. You want a pizza? It's
9: flying over from
11: Tony's pizza shop. You want your girl to fall in love with you? No problem. Bing. Bing. Oh, you watch well. The Munchie movies it was always a, like a creepy predator going after his mom and yeah. and Munchie mm-hmm. prevented it. Yeah. Is that gonna ha- is that gonna happen? Is what about his mom in this movie?
9: Um his mom's really weird. She has um an accent, like a Danish accent, but none of the other characters do. The father doesn't,
11: and nor does really? the kid. But Spencer has an accent. I yeah, am the G. Talking.
9: Okay, well, I'll tell you when we get there. She's we'll a, get an, there. Yeah, she's an actor, um, a model, and she wears her stuff? Well,
11: because I know in this movie, she works at a, a dubious nightclub run by gangsters. Right. And that the, yeah. one of the gangsters is like, uh, she's like, you, you're you saying that because I, uh, I don't want to sleep with you. It's like, yeah, I just want you to sleep with me. This is a kid's film. I'll let you know during the kids' film where the mom gets proposed <laughs> that's like that.
9: Right, that's right.
11: <laughs> yeah, so it reminded me of the Munchies. It was the same, you know, less crass way of having like, oh,
9: I don't want to trust this guy. Okay, so she's a Swedish actress and model. That's how she started as a model. She starred primarily in Italian exploitation films, and this this whole film is from Italy. Um, her modeling yeah. career brought her to Rome where she studied acting at this drama school. So anyway, it's so weird. Mike, she has a Swedish accent. Her, the mother, but the child doesn't have that accent. And the, her father doesn't have that accent. They're American.
11: Was he using a credit card as a calculator? <laughs>
9: no, he had a little electronic calculator. The joke. No, here that is, was credit these things in it. Yeah, he's a credit
11: card. Yeah. He's just chewing up scenery. Basically. They're like, let's sit, sit in the corner pretend you're on the phone yeah Hey, all right so I calculated the numbers and it let me tell you what it was it has Acting. nothing
9: to do with the plot where it it doesn't even really go to character we we already know that about his character from the way he behaves or yeah
11: he treated it. it well he uh I think he spent five dollars on the on the junk and then he's like I pay you five bucks well wait does he see he doesn't see bud right even though his shadows on bud he does can not see, see him. Even though it's on yeah, his but, arm,
9: good call. Right.
11: Man. This movie is great. The direction is so fun, this movie. <laughs> like, the, the director does some really neat tricks in this film. I mean, look, it's all glittery down here. I mean, go ahead. take. Don't forget, steal the lamp.
9: Well, yeah, because that's...
11: Where he lives. That's, I've seen Night Dream and Genie.
9: <laughs> It's how he can summons him and...
11: There's no monkey in this movie. I know. Like, uh, yeah. It was Do you think the producers would, like, get us for Robin Williams? And they're like, he's unavailable. How about Bud Spencer? Done.
9: <laughs> Poster's yeah, been this made. This was a totally Italian film. and But our Israeli buddies, uh, Globus Golan. Oh, yeah. It, Golden Globus. Now, I don't know about Globus, but this film took Golan to new height. Oh, Golan Heights? Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, produced by Yoram Globus and Mendem Golan. Our favorite Israeli oh. schlock maestros, right?
11: We, we've seen a uh, few of their films. Right. They're all canon
9: films. So what was it? It was America 3000 and Going Bananas, right?
11: Yeah, right, right. It was Going Bananas was a kid film with
9: some creepy moments. Right. Now, this one kind of hugs that film, right, in in genre. Although, you know Bananas was so much better. I mean, that was
11: Dom DeLuise, right? Well, oh, I love that movie. You know, it's, you know, I mentioned the documentary, Electric Boogaloo, the canon film story, and they just talk about how they just crank out movies. They were cranking out movies, and that's yeah. what this feels like. This month, this came out. You know, like, it was just, just fodder. But I do like the Monty, Well, you're with fulfillment right now. Some good sound effects. Oh, I should get my. When they hit, they they do like kung fu sound. Yeah, whoosh,
9: swish. Oh, they no, kick sand in my that, eye. I did that in Waterman, and it made all the difference. Just in this one scene where he's like, sure, licking the mop at him like a sword, like he's gonna mop him up, and I went, boop, boop. it really changed the scene.
11: That's great. Were it was you like listening? Indeed. Was your, was your foley artist like, do you want me to just do a generic cartoon bonk, or do you want me to, to simulate the sound of water? Yeah, the cartoon bonk sounds great, man. Thanks, man. Boing. Boing. Okay, so here he is. Let's let's get the sound cranked for this. He's going back for the fight.
9: Yeah, there's nothing to hear here. It's just going to be, you know, they should put in the Batman POW! Bam! crack bang
11: i i do like your senses your
9: early synthesizer work on this so this is the wish fulfillment part of it hiya chop karate kid now look i guess I just notice that man when you cut away
11: and wearing that jacket yeah look at that he's like a foot taller yeah no that's a stunt stuntman yeah yeah he used karate on the beach Look, like all six are down pretty good Invisible Man life is like a box of chocolates he says sitting on the park bench gotta kick
9: (laughs) some kids
5: he goes do you like to see a picture of Lieutenant Dan
9: (laughs) now this Bud Spencer he is definitely 100% Italian his name is Carlo Pedrosoli. known professionally as Bud Spencer and like you said he played a lot of spaghetti westerns and Action things with Terrence Hill, who we saw in Mr. Billions.
11: Right. And they
9: did over 20 films
11: together. Disclosure, we haven't seen any of them, but we have seen their solo works. Right. Their American solo works.
9: Right. It's like you're not into Kiss, but you do own that album where each one has a solo. You
11: own three out of four of them, right? You don't (laughs) even remember which. Yeah, no, it's like, uh, remember Sonic Youth at Chicone Youth where they did a Madonna cover album? I have that album. They, they did the
9: whole album. Co- they covered cool. every song.
11: They they did no. They did like two Madonna songs, and then it was the rest <laughs> was fodder. It was just like Sonic Youth fucking off. But they called themselves Chaconi Youth. <laughs> I have that album. Cool. Yeah, I don't. I, I never heard any of their real albums.
9: In his youth, Bud Spencer was a successful athlete and swimmer for the Grupo Subvivo Flamorio. He obtained a law degree. Huh. Registered uh-huh. several patents. Spencer also became a certified commercial airline and helicopter pilot. And he's and charity and blah, blah, blah. Can you all believe right. this guy, man? With all his fame and everything, he flies commercial airline. That's a 747 jumbo jet. A chopper. Dude, you-, you see that guy? Like he's on a chopper. <laughs>
11: Well, people next to him are not going to be like, oh, my God, Bud Spencer is flying economy. They'll be like, I can't
9: breathe. I, why, I, duh, why
11: did I take the middle seat? Now, look, I'm, Steve, I'm kidding.
9: Nobody can see Jeannie but him. So, oh, okay, watch. This is budget, Mike. Watch this. Budget. All right,
11: crash. Well, they okay. do the thing where they cut to him, and then they cut to people reacting, right?
9: Right. And now here's the second budget, and this one's bigger. Watches his bigger bike. All
11: right, I'm watching this guy. Whoa. Whoa! Whoa! Yeah, right.
9: What's with the car?
11: I've never seen a car accident like this. It's yeah. bizarre. And it's slow motion, of course.
9: Right. Yeah. It's like a dream. <laughs> Who cares? Now look,
10: here's
9: Curly. Curly? Oh yeah, it is Curly. Huges. Just...
11: I loved him with I... his work with Uncle Floyd. Ah. <laughs> hey, there he is.
9: Oh yeah, it's Curly that is curly man
11: he's the only one not high on coke so it's, <laughs> what, what should we do next he wishes for a rolls royce how'd you think of that uh, cocaine 1986 <1986? laughs> florida Now none yeah. have the miami vice look. i'm really oh, disappointed yeah
9: you're right 1986 florida absolutely i bet you right here to his left or right is some person who will be at a nightclub tonight just walk in the street. I mean, that was the day.
11: Right. Not really here. Oh, Maximilian Shell doing a cameo. Like, look at the direction. He loves having these overhead cameras like swooning out in shots. There's
9: one particular I really like. Now, there's a bridge that's holding them up. So, he can't be bothered with the bridge. So, he wishes that he could, you know, chitty chitty bang bang. Fly the car. whoa up up up
11: now it's clearly the, green look screen. at this yeah but it looks great mm-hmm. i mean this looks better than uh spider-man no right I, I see a bridge i see a floating car no this is he, to herbie the love
9: bug but it was Yeah, but look at it, it's perfect timing
11: they They're have... all waving at the right timing. Like that—that that took a lot of skill. <laughs> Look at it. How did they do that? <laughs> Why is it not like Godzilla on the other rings? end? Now I need a overhead uh, helicopter shot, but let's use the same footage of Miami. Right there's the thousand building. Whoa! Reactions oh, oh, oh,
9: up. Oh. oh,
11: oh, oh did you see? It was like a little ant down there. Oh, there's the Barnett Bank Center.
9: Oh yes, I used yeah. to work there. In the 80s. Oh you
11: did? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Do you remember when that uh Red Rolls uh Royce floated by? No, no. Oh, I mean, right. Here we go. Oh, God! The gangsters are throwing people guys, off the building.
9: They threw a dummy.
11: Whoa. Well, he's floating in air. How did they do that, Carl?
9: Riddle me that Batman.
11: <laughs> Riddle me that Batman.
9: They put so, his it, butt on a couch that was green.
11: <laughs> this is a kid's movie, right? Yeah. So they're flying around in this magical system, and they're preventing they a murder. Gang- mm-hmm. Gangsters are throwing a man off a building.
9: Right, it's a kid, and they
11: stop the man and they save his life.
9: He, Munchie never did that. Explaining that he owes five thousand dollars to the, and so they were going to kill him. You know, the mobster guys. He was like, "Come on, we give you a ride."
11: are they ripping off Chi bang bang or alice in wonderland i forget which children's classic had gangsters throwing a guy off a building and they <laughs> stop him oh they got him in the car yeah they like a hey, guy he was
9: like can i get a lift guys
11: listen I, oh there's the mirror first building hey i just need five thousand dollars to get me to fremont it's hyatt Here you go all in a ten dollar bills <laughs> now, i guess there's a hundred dollar bills right so it's five hundred one hundred dollar bills, five thousand dollars.
9: It absolves his debt with the bad guys,
11: the ones that just went ahead and blew him. him. Right. <laughs> well, Why not this play show, dead? And uh, he's not showing up in the rest of this movie, is he? No. So, okay. Yeah. I guess this sets the tone for this this children's film. What to expect?
9: <laughs> well. It does set us into a world in which there are mobsters, because that's what we're going to see. Okay, now this oh, is a love interest, and it's Bud Spencer's daughter. In real life? Yep. With the crazy red hair? Yep. Look at those 80s. uh hey. that's right the radio at, was. Right, it probably has the radio right in the ear. Oh, <laughs> FM only? FM only. Because we were so modern, man. Because we have technology where me and Mike are from. Okay. Yeah, oh
11: that's right. Well we we were the first. We would call the uh our cassette
9: pet. Okay, so clever. He's sort of surprising her. And, you know, what are you doing in a Rolls Royce, you know?
11: Right. Yeah, 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 yeah.
9: They're not friends or anything. It's just, this is a sort of first encounter. It's like, I got you this necklace.
11: Wait a minute, this is a first encounter?
9: No, I'm sorry. What I mean in, is in their romance. Like, they know each other from school. It's like, she doesn't even know I exist. This is the first time they're like... So this went to But look, she doesn't know why she kissed him. Well, it wasn't... He
11: didn't say to the genie, make her fall in love with me.
9: Yeah, like, no, just kiss me. Now, this is the best guy of the whole fucking movie.
11: <laughs> oh, is this grandpa? Put yes, on the guy. mom's
9: accent. Listen
11: to the mom's accent. All right, hang on. Let me get the, the studio.
9: His accent is it better. Now, look, he doesn't sound like he's from Sweden, right? Listen to her. do oh. No,
5: he's not there
9: yet. I am from another country, but yet I am your mother, raised by my father. I mean, it's ridiculous.
11: And then comes oh, the Here answer. he is.
9: Here he is, Ralph Crandon. I mean, uh, okay. I mean, and no, but it's Jackie. It's Jackie Gleason.
11: He looks like Mr. Mooney from the Lucy Show. Yeah. Right. He's, yeah, a little bit. Oh no! Here he goes. He's going to hit on her.
9: Well. You know, Mike hitting on somebody is, um, like, flirt. No, he, like, tells her. Me, he's a jerk. if you nice to me.
8: Nice me. The Here we go. Mr. I want to
11: be nice Ooh. to me, I'd be right. So, yeah, Mr. Rakuza. Not Yakuza, Mr. Rakuza.
9: Right, not Yakuza, the Japanese mob. And I don't think they were even trying to say that.
11: They're just like, we need an Italian name. And they're like, oh, my, my Tony is uh, Mr. Rakuza.
9: <laughs> okay, so he's pulling up to his slum. Doesn't that look like sure. Los Angeles?
11: It does have a, you know, it's funny because it looks like Venice Beach, kind of the Miami
9: Beach uh, hangout. But it's uh, just yeah. um, Miami. Now this is
11: what's remarkable. Like, look at the director's choice of using this house. You can clearly see people walk in. And you can see, you know, he opens the door right when they, in real time, get to the door. Yes.
9: You know, it's an emotion. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Here's the best thing about this film. Uh, I mean, he—he, he, you would know, look, your father did business with Hyman Ross. Your father was, you know, but your father never trusted. This is Sam Roth. Do this you know this is Hyman Roth? It's his brother, Sam. In Godfather oh. Two, do you remember the scene where he brings the cake? You know, like let everybody see the cake before we cut it. You know, do you remember? Yeah, right. scene? Yeah, of course. Not. I want to share what when I go, not for years. The doctors would disagree with you. But anyway, sitting to his right, and I went and got the clip when I read it. It sure as fuck is him, man. He's sitting right to the right of uh, to the left of Hyman roth it's his brother sam roth that's so great oh look the baseball bat guys can
11: i help you baseball bats oh yeah come on in oh, you, sam you see roth owes in there. money sam roth owes money
9: because he is a gambler you see
11: he's a drunk gambler oh, oh by yeah. the way yes he gave bud spencer brandy right yeah like, that bottle is brandy but, after the, but then check out what grandpa drinks after this oh they're really tearing up the house Oh, not my collection of cats by Bill Milken. Uh, M. Milken. Remember that that '70s comic of cats? I guess.
9: Yes. Um. Okay. Now we're gonna see a uh, genie wish and to put all the stuff back. And it's really interesting how they do it. They clearly run the film backwards, but right. But all the things in the room were like rigged to collapse. There's nobody hitting it with the baseball bat. You'll watch. They'll all just okay. Shoot. So they froze. He froze them, right? Yeah. <clears throat> now, it's all backwards, but nobody's there to push the chair over, so they had to, like, pull it with strings or something, push it with strings or something, you know? Well, So they did they
11: smash it up, and, and then they rebuilt it, and then built it up with the uh, strings? Yeah, no, that's, I that's would cool. doubt it.
9: I really don't know how they did it. They somehow made it collapse on its own, the bookshelf, you know? Right. They pull some button, and it it's really—he turns him into
11: little bugs. Wait a minute, that's just horrible. What about those poor humans? I mean, that's cruel.
9: Yeah, oh, well. he turned
11: human beings into the bugs. It's a terrible it's, child. It's
9: wish fulfillment. Oh, he just stepped on him.
11: Okay, then what's—is he drinking the brandy? No, he's got some no. else in this
9: book. Yeah, it's
11: gotta he's got to be vodka.
9: Yeah. Yeah. And look how clear it is. I mean, it's got to be vodka.
11: It's called acting. He likes to drink. I think he's an enabler, you know.
9: Enabler. Enabler? He's So So anyway, now we learn that Genie's powers don't work at night. At night, he's just a regular person. Wait, why? I don't know, because we needed a plot point. A lot will hinge (laughs) on that in the film.
11: You know, uh, Bud Spencer actually breaks character. He says, listen, even though I don't have my powers at night, you can feed me after midnight. All right, not a problem. Please go ahead and feed me after midnight. I don't think twice.
9: I don't understand why he's a star, because he's very. What's the opposite of charismatic? It's all. It's he's not like repugnant or repulsive. He holds holds the screen right. He has. He's a handsome gentleman. No, he's he's not handsome. He looks like he's unhealthy. He looks like Santa if Santa was a drunk.
11: What about uh, Highway to Heaven, right? It was Michael uh, Landon, and then it was that football guy who looked like he he couldn't fit into a suit. He has that look. (laughs) He's a bear. I
9: mean, he sure
11: does. How how hairy do you think his chest is when he walks around? Like, you know, people want to go to the movies to look at his chest hair. It's just, he doesn't look healthy. He looks sickly, like he's. He's just exasperated. Where'd you get the money for this jewelry?
9: Uh, I got it at a fucking bullshit shop. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, where'd you get this Rolls Royce? Oh, it's a lie, excuse officer. Oh, a likely story. No, it's the truth, the lie I just lied to you about. Now, there's
11: a lot of cops in this movie. We should do a cop count because there's like, for a kid's movie, there's like a dozen cops that show up every time, too. So there's two cops so far in this movie.
9: Now he is the father of the love interest, Bud Spencer's. Oh, really? Yeah. So he's. What a coincidence! This, yeah, he's giving this kid a lot of shit. Now this kid is named Luca Luca Venatall Venatini Luca Venatini, and obviously he grew up in America because of his accent and everything, or he's just a really talented like mimic or something.
11: Do you feel like no. anyone's dubbed in this movie?
9: No, I don't not that I noticed. Maybe yeah. maybe, and I don't I didn't catch it in research. Now, grandpa, I love him. He's the best character of this whole film, but right now he's doing a fucked up thing. He is stealing the lamp to sell it and get ten dollars, which will fund his day of buying drink something it. to drink and then also though having like six bucks left or four bucks left to bet, to make a bet.
11: Oh, he goes over to this guy.
9: Right, he goes right back to the junk man, Tony, and says, I'll sell you this. And he goes, this, this is fucking mine. Your your grandson is a thief, and he's fired.
11: Oh, that's what grandpa fucked up. Yeah,
9: and grandpa- And and a fired grandpa. No, grandpa's really a fuck up, so what he does is completely inappropriate. He asked Tony if he could let